0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new episode of Rebooking with DK King. I'm DK King here, bringing you Rebooking SummerSlam 2004. SummerSlam 2004, a show that took place in Toronto, Canada, in the Air Canada Center. A show that originally had Randy Orton versus Chris Benoit for the World Title. You had Undertaker versus JBL for the WWE Championship. You had Triple H versus Eugene. You had Eddie Guerrero versus Kurt Angle, Edge versus Chris Jericho versus Batista for the Intercontinental Championship. You had John Cena versus Booker T for the United States Championship. You had Kane versus Matt Hardy until Debt Do Us Part, which basically meant that the winner got to marry Lita. And you also had the Dudley Boys. With Spike Dudley taking on Ray Mysterio, Billy Kidman, and Paul London in the six-man tag, this top to bottom was actually a pretty solid show. And taking place in Canada, we all know you know how great the crowds can be in Canada, especially you know during this time period. But top to bottom, this was you know a damn solid show. You know, the opening match you had the Dudley Boys, you know Ray, Billy Kidman, and Paul London. In the second match, you had King vs. Matt Hardy, which probably was the weakest match on the card, but even still, you know, those two talents. You also had, you know, Cena and Booker T. Cena Booker T. You know, Cena working with, you know, a veteran guy like Booker T on this was, you know, pretty damn good for him. You know, because you know, he faced Renee Dupree at, you know, Judgment Day. He faced, you know, he competed a fatal four way with Renee, RVD, and Booker at Great American Bash, so this is really like his first big singles, you know, title defense, and it's against you know former five time WCW champion Booker T, you know, Triple H Eugene, which is on paper is like really like Triple H versus a guy who basically playing like a, you know, Eric Bischoff's nephew who has you know mental issues, but nick densmore himself is actually a really good wrestler you know triple h is a really good wrestler you know on paper you know you see triple h eugene you're like what the fuck but then if you think about the talent themselves they could have actually had a you know a pretty good match and then also you know taker and jbl you know undertaker come back as a dead man persona JBL is a brand new WB champion after, you know, beating Eddie Guerrero. So this is his first, you know, pay-per-view title defense. Also uh, Eddie and Kurt Angle in the WrestleMania 20 rematch. You know, Kurt Angle had been on the shelf, you know, nursing an injury post-Mania. You know, he kind of played the role as the GM, so Eddie Guerrero and Kurt Angle the rematch from their classic WrestleMania 20 match. A match that I definitely recommend you guys see. This match was a, was like uh shorter, but it was still a pretty good match here. And am I miss? Oh, the triple threat see title match: Edge, Jericho, and Batista. Jericho got the biggest reaction, which is shocking. You would think Edge would have got the biggest reaction, but this was sort of like the slow build to Edge's heel turn that they were slowly planning. You know what? You know, him trying to one-up Jericho, and Jericho being, you know, the babyface of the two, and Edge kind of, he slowly turning hill, And Batista was kind of like the odd oh, man down in this situation. And, of course, the main event, Randy Orton versus Chris Benoit, a match that everybody remembers on this show. Randy Orton becoming the youngest ever world Worldweight Champion, you know, defeating Chris Benoit in a fantastic match. Like, I definitely recommend you guys see this match. Like, Randy Orton really, you know, he really wrestled in this match. And we all know how great Benoit is in the ring. You know, Benoit took some scary bumps in this match, by the way. Like, he took a dive to the, um, like, a suicide dive outside the ring. But then his head hit the barricade. That was fucking scary. And he tried to do the diving headbutt, but Orton put his knees up. Like, two of those, especially, you know, in hindsight. But those two bumps were... Pretty damn brutal, in my opinion. Like, but Orton really looked like a million bucks in this match, even to the finish where he kind of countered Benoit into a an RKO. And it really made Orton look strong. They shook hands after the match. You know, it kind of established Orton as, like, okay, you made a player. Uh, well, he kind of did that in his match with Foley Backlash. But this match, beating Benoit for the World Way Title and having, you know, a really good back and forth match, you know, they really had, a, like, a really good technical matchup with no evolution, no shenanigans, just two guys, you know, having a straight-up wrestling match, and Randy Orton coming out victorious, like, he really, re- this is probably the best that you would see out of Randy Orton as far as, like, in-ring-wise, like, if I was to put a top five favorite, top five best Randy Orton matches, like, this match with Benoit is, uh, is on there. Like, he had two of his best matches this year. You know, the match with Foley Backlash, and, of course, this match, two of his best matches happened in, you know, 2004. Like, this was really, like, Randy Orton was really, really, you know, reaching for that brass ring. He was really skyrocketing right here. So, yeah, um, rebook like, rebooking this show was actually kind of hard, to be honest, because, like I said, Benoit and Orton was such a great match. And of course, you know, Angle and Eddie was a great match. You know, like I said, top to bottom was actually a solid show. But I actually decided to completely rebook this pay-per-view. Because I thought it could have, you know, been better. And there's some stuff that, you know, I want to build towards. So let's get started here. The opening matchup that I have rebooked, I have... Edge taking on Christian, taking on Rhino, and taking on Matt Hardy in a fatal four-way match for the Intercontinental Championship. Now, I know on paper, like you, people are probably like, what are these four random guys in the IC title match? But there was a lot of history between these four guys. You know, you we know Edge and Christian from the Edge and Christian tag team, They're best friends. You know, they've been best friends practically their whole lives. You know, we know the history between Team Extreme and Edge and Christian. You know, so you got the history involved in Matt Hardy. And then a lot of folks don't know, you know, Rhino kind of like when Christian and Matt Hardy. I mean, when, not Christian, not Hardy, when Christian and Edge were, um, you know, working in Independence before they made it to WWE. Rhino was the guy that they befriended, you know, on that journey. And they kind of considered him their best friend. And even when Rhino first came into the WWE in 2001, you know, he was aligned with Edge and Christian. So you know these four really got like history amongst each other. Matt Hardy going back to the feud between Edge and Christian and Team Extreme back in the Attitude Era. Rhino, Edge and Christian themselves like there's a lot of history between these four guys. And I feel like this could have been you know a really good Fatal Four Way match for the IC title. And besides, I want to do more stuff with Rhino because they didn't really do that much with Rhino. Like, when he was moved over to Raw. Like, I mean, he teamed up with Tajiri, but he was mostly facing, like, Lyra's stunts. So, yeah, I decided to put him in that match. So, I'll have Edge actually go over here. You know, you give them 10 minutes, they could have, you know, a pretty solid matchup here. And the second matchup I have here is John Cena defending the United States Championship against JBL. Now... On the plat- on the last, you know, pay-per-view Great American Bash, I had Eddie retain the title over JBL in the Texas Bull Rope match. Because I wanted Eddie to walk into SummerSlam champion. So, but I also wanted to keep, you know, JBL in the spotlight because, you know, making a main event guy out of JBL, you can't just, you know, just drop him and just forget about him. So, I decided to put him in a U.S. title picture against John Cena. Another... A few that I felt like, you know, as far us like the two characters are concerned, you know, are great, you know, antagonists for each other. Like JBL is this rich, you know, pompous, you know this rich pompous guy who's riding in a limo with bullhorns on it and seen us kind of portraying like this urban rapper type of gimmick, like, you know, these two, you know, <laughs> they're polar opposites of each other. So I feel like this will be a good, pretty good undercard feud here. I will actually have JBL win the United States Championship. You know, having JBL lose the past two pay-per-views, I needed JBL to pick up some momentum. So I'm going to have him, you know, take the title off Cena here. Here at SummerSlam. Give them about, you know, 9-10 minutes or so. I feel like they didn't really have the best chemistry in-ring-wise. Mainly because, you know, Cena isn't necessarily got guy to carry a match. Neither is Bradshaw. Like, Bradshaw is a brawler. Except for that um, that I Quit match at a Judgment Day because that was a really brutal match. But that was a match that fit, you know, both of their styles. Like, I Quit matches is last man standing matches. Like, those type of matches really fit Bradshaw. As opposed to just straight up singles matches, but yeah, I will have Bradshaw win the United States Championship for Cena here from Cena here. And the next match I have is a match that I'm surprised they never really booked on pay per view, considering that they kind of made you know a big deal of these two guys, you know, wrestling each other. And the match I have is Triple H versus Shelton Benjamin. Now we um originally, you know, Shelton Benjamin, you know, he feuded with Triple H across 2004 like he actually had a pinfall victory of triple h you know he had beat him twice so they kind of had that kind of thing going on so i decided to kind of build up more upon it in these rebookings you know over the past three pay-per-views he's faced you know batista rick flair randy orton so i feel like now you know facing triple h you know kind of makes sense here you know triple h he wants his vengeance because, you know, Shelton's beat him twice. And of course, we all know that, um, Shelton Benjamin, you know, this would be a great, you know, proving ground match for him in a, facing off against Triple H. And I feel like Triple H could do a damn good job. Give him 15 minutes. Triple H can make him look really, really good. So, yeah, I will actually have Triple H going over in this matchup. You know, Shelton Benjamin will still look really good in this match. Like, Champ is probably one of the most underrated performers, you know, in WWE history. You know, he's crazy athletic. You know, he was a great wrestler. You know, he was kind of lacking on the mic skills, but everything else he had, you know, he looked great. He wrestled great. He was crazy athletic. You know, backstage he was a likable guy. Like, he was just missing that oh god, he was just missing those mic skills. But if he had my skills, he he would have world champion written all over him. But in... So, going on from there, I'll have Undertaker taking on the Dudley Boys here in the handicap match. Now, this is also a brand new match that I had here. At the last pay-per-view, I actually had the Dudley Boys defeat the Undertaker because I didn't want them, you know, to lose in two straight pay-per-views. I'll have Undertaker winning this one at SummerSlam. No. because I feel like uh, Taker, you know, his first, you know, match back on, you know, pay-per-view, I had him beat A-Train at Judgment Day. You know, and then come across, you know, lose to Deadly Boys. So, I feel like he needed another victory here. So, I have him beat the Deadly Boys here and kind of close off their feud. And the next match after that, I have the WWE Championship match between Edgar Rowe taking on Booker T. Now I know, like it would be, technically a step down from the match with Angle, but also, but in this match I actually have Kurt Angle serving as a special guest referee, and I will actually have Kurt Angle screw over Eddie in this match, for so that Booker T can win the WWE Championship here. Now this is something I was thinking about doing because I felt like, okay, coming up on No Mercy and Survivor Series, I kind of need something for these three guys to do. So I felt like this could have been the start of that, you know, feud. So I would have Booker T defeating Eddie here thanks to Kurt Angle's interference. You know, Kurt Angle had, you know, spent, you know, originally he kind of screwed Eddie Guerrero out of the WWE Championship match and the Steel Cage rematch that they had on SmackDown between Eddie and JBL. And he kind of revealed himself as kind of like the, kind of like a master. I forgot where he was going under but Eddie Guerrero used a disguise one episode of SmackDown and Kordango returned as that disguise but he used it to screw over Eddie. And so yeah, because it was odd because Kardango was supposed to be in the wheelchair. So they kinda played off that and then he ended up getting fired as GM and then Vince put him in his first match back against Eddie Guerrero. So I would have um this singles match between Eddie and Booker here because I wanted Booker at a WWE title match and i feel like him and eddie could have had a solid you know title match on pay-per-view if you really given them the time and so yeah i would go there and going forward you know having eddie booker and kurt angle you know intertwining each other you know it gives them you know a perfect reason to have a rematch at no mercy and the next match i have for the world Heavyweight Title. A match that I'm surprised they never booked in 2004. You know, and that is Chris Benoit versus Chris Jericho for the World a title. These two guys, you know, they have history with each other. You know, they feuded across the year 2000 and 2001. You know, they teamed with each other. They're best friends. You know, they've been in WCW, ECW, like, in New Japan, and Mexico. Like, these guys have a lot in common. You know they traveled the same roads, they crossed the same bridges, they teamed with each other, feuded with each other. You know these two guys, you know, like define each other. And so I feel like these two having a world War title match in Canada was absolutely perfect and a missed opportunity that I'm surprised that they never booked because the crowd would have been on fire for these two. You know, Jericho and Benoit, these two Canadians, you know, the, the Canadian fans would have absolutely lost their shit. And we all know that these two would have a fantastic match. So, <laughs> you ain't got to worry about that. So, yeah, I we'll would actually have Benoit actually retain the title here, But I would give them a lot of time. Give them, you know, 20 plus minutes. Now, let them have, you know, a technical masterpiece here. Let them tear the house down. Let them get the crowd super pumped up and excited. So, yeah, a lot of, uh, so you guys probably wondering, like, okay, we have the WWE title, WWE title, Triple H has been booked, Undertaker's been booked, so what's going to be the main event? So, this main event that I actually decided to book is a match that I really wanted to book, and one of the main reasons why I was tempted to book the year 2004, because I'm surprised that they never booked a singles match between these two, because... It's literally a perfect, you know, dream match. These two wrestlers that I'm about to, you know, list off. The first being Randy Orton, third-generational wrestler, you know, 24 years old, you know, has beaten Mick, Mick Foley in a hardcore match, former Intercontinental Champion, you know. He's on the rise to becoming a mega star, and his opponent. A guy who calls himself the great one. The most electrifying man of sports entertainment. That's right. The Brahma Boy. The Rock. This is an absolute dream match for me. Two third-generational wrestlers. The Rock, you know, with the Samoan heritage. Randy Orton, you know, with the Orton's. With Bob Orton, his father. You know, The Rock with Peter Mavia. And Rocky Johnson. And all his other... Countless cousins and such, you know. These two third-generation wrestlers, and The Rock was still pretty young around this time, if if I'm not mistaken, Rock was probably his early 30s, probably like 31 or something, or 33, if I'm not mistaken. Like Rock was still crazy young here, and Randy Orton, of course, was 24. He's still really young, so I feel like they really should have booked this match in the year 2004, whether it's at SummerSlam. Well, heck, even at a B-level pay-per-view. I know they had the handicap match between Evolution and Rock and Sock and Mania, but a one-on-one match between these two would have been perfect. And I felt like Main Event in SummerSlam, you know, was the perfect, you know, match for them. Because I was trying to think of, okay, where could I have rebooked it? Because I know the Rock contract expired, you know, a few months after this, so... This was really, like, the last big pay-per-view that I really could have done it at. And I felt like it was perfect for it. So, I would actually have Randy Orton go over here. You know, the legend killer defeating, you know, the legend, The Rock. And have him, you know, skyrocket from here. You know, I had him drop the IC title of Edge at the previous pay-per-view. But I know I still wanted to do something with Randy Orton. And so, I thought this match was absolutely perfect. Which, imagine, I feel like they still could do if they really want to. But, I don't know, like, if The Rock is going to step back into the ring. You know, because, obviously, his Hollywood career is on a whole other level now. You know, he was, like, the highest paid actor, you know, a couple years back, wasn't he? So, you know, The Rock, of course, is on top of Hollywood right now. Randy Orton is still killing it. So, I, they, I feel like they could still do the match if they want to, like. To me, this is still a WrestleMania main event level match here. Like, an absolute dream match for me. So, I will have Randy Orton go over here. The Legend, defeat, uh, legend Killer defeating the Legend. To further help establish Randy Orton as the future. He's already beaten Foley. He's already beaten Rock. So, he can only go even further up from here. World of Way Championship, maybe? Who knows? Like, Randy Orton... You know, was really on fire in 2004. You know, across 2003, he has beaten the likes of RVD, Shawn Michaels, you know, captain of Survivor Series team, Soul Survivor, you know, competing against Rock and Sock in his first WrestleMania, defeating Mick Foley in a hardcore match at the pay per view afterwards. So Red Jordan was really, really, you know, on fire during this time. So, yeah, that's my card for SummerSlam 2004. I have Edge defeating Christian, Rhino, and Matt Hardy in a fatal four way match for Intercontinental Championship. I have JBL defeating John Cena to become the new United States Championship. Oh shit. Become the new United States Champion. I have Triple H defeating Shelton Benjamin. I have The Undertaker defeating the Dudley Boys. I have Booker T defeating Eddie Guerrero to become the new WWE Champion with Kurt Angle as the special guest referee. I have Chris Benoit defeating Chris Jericho to retain the World Weight title. And Randy Orton defeating The Rock in a Legend vs. Legend Killer match, the battle of two third-generational superstars. So, I'm really proud of this card. This is probably my favorite card that I have rebooked so far. Now, wait till I get the Survivor Series now. That's... Now that's when I'm one I'm really looking forward to. So the next pay per view I'm gonna end up rebooking is Unforgiving and then after that No Mercy and then Survivor Series and then Armageddon. I'm not gonna do Taboo Tuesday because of the nature of the pay-per-view, you no know, being based on fans vote, so I obviously can't rebook that. So I'm gonna skip that pay per view. But I'm just I'm gonna to go to Unforgiving, No Mercy, and then jump straight to Survivor Series. So, I will see you guys on my, bra- on my next episode, which will be Unforgiven. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And leave any criticisms, like, subscribe. And I will see you guys next time. Thank you very much.